0: then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King. Welcome to another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. And one of the things I talk about in my book, Becoming Kings, that I feel like is so, so important that I cannot stress enough, especially for men, is emotional resilience, or as I talk about in my book, emotional fitness. I think about it as um, simply like the ability to adapt or to bounce back, to cope with adversity stress, uh, anything that's significant in your, in your life that uh, challenges you maintaining your mental and emotional well-being, okay? So it's your ability to, as a man, effectively navigate any type of uh, difficult or emo- emotionally let's say, distressing situations um, without them, you know, um, ruining your day or taking you out of the present um, or feeling overwhelmed by them. So a a big part of that for me personally is um, just understanding that, uh, that we do have emotions and that it's okay to have emotions, right? Um, and for, for guys to have a sense of emotional awareness, being able to understand what emotions they're feeling, uh, that we're in touch with them, we can identify them, right? And we can a, <clears throat> and acknowledge whatever is going on inside of us without uh, judgment of making it right or wrong, Okay, so um, once you have that emotional awareness, then you'll be able to start focusing on being able to regulate those emotions, right? Being able to have the capacity to, yeah, to to manage, if you will, those emotions that come up in any type of situation in a healthy or constructive way. And that allows us to um, have better confidence and regulation of situations that are maybe evoking intense emotions or things that we would normally fly off the handle of, right? Um, Where we'd have um, intense anger or sadness or shame. But being able to stay in those moments... Without letting those emotions take us, um, kind of steal us of our power. And so you're able to, to, to stay in those moments without being overwhelmed by them. And then being able to, to adapt, um, being able to be flexible and adaptable in the, the face of life throwing us curveballs and having uncertainty show up in our lives. And so when you are emotionally fit, you're then able to adjust your thoughts, your behaviors, your emotions to effectively deal with whatever life is thrown at you. And so typically what gets most of us uh, hung up are relationships, relationships whether it be a relationship, let's say, with your boss or a coworker at work, a relationship with your significant other, your spouse, uh, your partner, um, relationship with your kids or, or family, right? Um, relationships with just friends in the community or people at church, whatever the case might be. <clears throat> and so being able to effectively deal with, you know, the craziness that life throws you, having that ability to be adaptable is, is huge, right? And then when life throws you craziness, having the ability to problem solve. Guys oftentimes do have an innate ability to want to and have a, and a great ability to solve problems, Uh, But if you're not emotionally fit or emotionally resilient, you're not going to have the mental clarity to be able to take that on. And you won't be um, dependable, won't be trustworthy. People will see you as being emotionally unavailable. And so being resilient emotionally allows you to have the ability to kind of access different, um, I shouldn't say Access, but like, yes, access, different parts of your, your brain, but then to assess different situations um, objectively, let's say, without uh, being selfish, without uh, coming from a fearful place. And, and that will allow you to develop practical strategies, if you will, for coping with whatever's going on in front of you. Uh, resolving, you know, finding a win-win for people. I think that's a huge, huge part of, of having that emotional resilience is allowing people to trust you, that you are able to provide for them clear direction, clear leadership without being, let's say, persuaded by your own fears or your own scarcity your own inability to think about others so I think problem solving is is obviously a big part of it and then also um, I feel like you've heard me say before if you have listened to this podcast much that I'm a firm believer that men need men <clears throat> in their lives and, and being able to have peer support so Men who are, you know, emotionally resilient, emotionally fit, uh, just like other guys who are physically fit, they tend to have, uh, they tend to surround themselves with people of the, the like the same standards, if you will. So resilient people certainly are not afraid to, to ask for support um, or, you know, to ask for assistance when when they're needing something emotionally, and so they are really willing to reach out to friends, other brothers, um, or families, or um, even counselors or professionals to help them navigate challenges. And so there's a there's a level of um, being willing to kind of swallow one's ego. The 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 man who has a lot of ego, or the person that has a lot of ego, wants to figure out and deal with things strictly on their own. They want to prove to themselves that they can be independent. Uh, Whereas the person that is emotionally resilient, the person that understands that uh, that's what a peer support is, (laughs) is really intended to do is to offer support from those family members friends professionals when needed so that they can navigate through the, the treacherous waters of you know life's craziness and so a lot of times people who that are men that are emotionally fit because they are emotionally resilient, they are, uh, self-aware, they are, uh, emotionally intelligent, they're adaptable, they're good at problem solving, they have, you know, peer support, if you will, a support group, it allows them to have a lot more of a, uh, much more likely to have like a, just a, a positive outlook, and I don't mean that like, oh, they only, you know, look, look at life through rose-colored glasses and, They're a perpetual optimist and they're like, oh, everything's gonna be great when things are not. I'm just saying, people who are resilient, men who are resilient, it often goes hand in hand with a positive outlook on life. And so emotionally resilient men tend to focus on solutions and to maintain that hope of progress and uh, resolution even in the face of adversity. And so it's like, okay, we're dealing with this. What can we learn from this? And what's on the other side of this so-called chaos, <laughs> right? First is just getting bogged down by the whatever craziness life is throwing at us and then just accepting it as quicksand and that you're stuck and there's no way to get out of it. I think that's the uh, that's definitely more of the victim approach. So I would say at the end of the day, um, and this is a big part of why I hit the gym so regularly, why I get out and, and gravel bike and mountain bike and hike and get outside and I move my body, um, is because it has such a, a profound impact on my mental health. And so taking care of yourself, is a huge part of creating that emotional fitness is being physically fit because the physical fitness uh, supports the mental fitness, which supports the emotional fitness, right? So taking care of yourself physically uh, as well as emotionally is a hugely essential component of being resilient and so whether you're engaging in you know exercise lifting jujitsu whatever the case might be and eating healthy um it allows you to just manage stress better which of course then contributes to being more emotionally resilient and so as I've I've mentioned in past podcasts as well, I've been sitting in the in the sauna a lot more lately. This past week I uh decided to bump up my time by another 5 minutes and uh started doing 25 minute sessions. But the interesting thing is at the gym that I go to, you know, they keep the, the sauna set at like 160 something kind of, sometimes it just varies between 160 and 170. I remember though, the first couple of times I got in, I could not even make it to 15 minutes. I was struggling to make it in there 10 minutes. It just was overwhelming. Um, My body was just like, what the hell, right? And so if you ever spend any time in in a sauna, it can be like that. Um, but it's just, it's been fascinating to see how my body has adapted. My body sweats a lot faster now. It kind of just knows what, what's going on. And although I get hot, um, there have been times when I'm like, oh, I don't feel that hot at all. And I can sit in here a lot longer, which is why I ultimately pushed it to 25 minutes. So I first did 10 minutes and then I pushed it to 15, obviously then 20, now I'm up to 25. Uh, and I think the goal is just to, to have little half an hour sessions unless I'm doing some type of cold therapy where I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But it's just interesting to see how my nervous system, my body has created uh, a greater level of um, resilience to the extreme heat Um, and as a result, I do feel like that's actually had a profound impact on my day-to-day basis where I, I feel more resilient when it comes to life imparting stress. And so that to me personally, uh, talking about the kind of like that self-care component is so important to support the emotional, um, Uh, Yeah, the emotional, the the physical, the mental resilience that I've been talking about in this episode. Because without that, man, you cannot be trusted. You cannot be relied upon as a leader in your life. Um, You can't even trust yourself. And I think that's a huge part of it because when people come to wanting to change their life when it comes to their physical body, Uh, when it comes to asking for a promotion or getting a new job or uh, asking that girl out or that guy out or whatever the case might be. When we are hung up is because a lot of times we don't believe in ourselves. We don't have the confidence. We don't have the self-esteem, esteem for oneself. And a lot of times that is doing, well, I should say it comes as a result of doing the things that are difficult, that we know are healthy, such as aka working out. There's a lot of people who are like, I just don't like it, what's the point? Well, there's a big, there's a big reason, <laughs> there's a lot of big reasons to do that, to work out, to be fit, to be healthy, to move your body, to feel congruent with who you are mentally, as well as allow that to show itself on the outside physically. So again, going back to kind of some key characteristics of being kind of emotionally fit, emotionally resilient. As I mentioned, you wanna be emotionally aware. You wanna be able to uh, regulate your emotions. You wanna make sure that you are obviously also adaptable. That you have the ability to problem solve. That you are willing to seek support from other men, or professionals, that you ultimately have a positive outlook on life. You're not a pessimist, you're not a victim. And lastly, that you have some sort of you know, self-care practice or routine, whether it be working out or meditating, breath work, cold and hot therapy, whatever the case might be. Because all those things are um, just, key contributors to building that uh, emotional fitness, like in the same way that if I were to want to build physical fitness, certainly I would lift. I would also do cardio. I would, I would do some steady state cardio and some interval training just to, to kind of build up my cardio uh, capacity, right? So that when I want to, go out and enjoy my life and everything that my body has access to, like hiking or camping, riding bikes that I don't really have to think about it. I just say, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. And I think that's the, the key is that when you are wanting to become a greater leader in your community, in your family, in your life for yourself, you want to create such great emotional fitness that whatever life throws at you, you're like, yep, Cool, let's go. It's game time. So I hope that's helpful. It's definitely something I've been working on for the last 15 years and will never stop working on because I see it's such an important part of my showing up in my world and in my future family's world is being able to be in a dependable leader and support system for them. And uh, it allows me to feel mm, proud, humble, humble and proud, if I could say those two things, experiencing those things in a similar moment. Um, A healthy sense of ego, if you will, that uh, whatever life throws my way, I have the, the tools and the resourcefulness to be able to To cope through um, and then not only just survive but to truly thrive, as the saying goes. So anyways, thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm your host, Johnny King. If you have any thoughts or feedback, I'm always open to them. I would love to hear what you have to say. Feel free to email me, johnny at johnnyking.com. Or you can tag me on social media at Johnny King, or feel free to send me a DM and until we meet again thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon have a great day see ya that's it for this one and I want to thank you for listening hey if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more please feel free to subscribe to the podcast and if you think others may benefit from it also share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn